Discover the magic of integrating your financial, legal, and life planning. It's time for Smart Simple Wealth. Welcome to another edition of Smart Simple Wealth. Walter Shorholt with you today, alongside Kerry Qureshi, as always, a state and wealth planning attorney and the leader of Qureshi Law and Wealth, serving you throughout Arkansas, Tennessee, and Texas. We're online at QureshiLaw.com. We're going to have a little fun on today's episode as we get to know Stuart Matthews, new member of the Qureshi Law and Wealth team. And we can't wait to introduce you to Stuart, get to know his background a little bit better from a personal and business standpoint, talk about his role at Qureshi Law and Wealth and introduce him to you. Uh, before we bring Stuart on, Carrie, it is great to be with you once again. How are you doing this month? I'm doing awesome. It's, it's summertime. <laughs> uh, have, you, have you hit the pool yet at all? Are you getting some uh, some time outdoors or anything like that? We have. Yeah, we're getting a little bit of pool. We've had some rainy weather, but I think it's going to be really hot now, which is the norm in, in Arkansas. Um, but the kids are going to some summer camps and we're trying to spend a little bit more time with them um, and, and have some fun this summer. Nice. Uh, fantastic. Well, hope you get lots of outdoor time and get to enjoy all of that with the family. While uh, maybe business lightens up ever so slightly in the summer, right? Just gives you a little bit of breathing room because everybody else is also on vacations and those kinds of things, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, well, let's get to know Stuart a little bit. And uh, before we bring Stuart on, Carrie, you want to tell us a little bit about um, how you got uh, introduced to Stuart and what jumped out to you about Stuart to bring him on as part of uh, Qureshi Law and Well? Absolutely. I mean, we're, we're so excited um, to have Stuart join our team. Um, he started with us back in May. And, you know, honestly, it was past time to bring on another attorney in the firm. Um, we've been so fortunate to have our business grow over the past couple of years. And when, you know, Stuart, you know, had just, you know, found our website, it was just like, you know, hey, you know, are you, are you hiring? I'm like, yes, we are. And we started a conversation and it just from the beginning, it felt like such a great fit, not only in his legal background and what he's been doing the past 15 or so years, uh, but just personality as well. Um, you know, personality that I think would work well with our clients. He understands, you know, the emotional, you know, aspects and the importance of, of a good estate and, and business plan. And so we're definitely happy to have him with the firm and really to introduce him to all of our listeners today. Well, let's get everybody introduced to The Voice. Stuart, how are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well, Walter. And thank you all for having me on the show today. Yeah, fantastic to have you as a part of it and looking forward to learning more about you. So uh, give us a, a little, you know, 30,000 foot overview of uh, some background info on you, where you're, where you're from and, uh, you know, give us some details on on schooling and kind of what's led you also professionally toward uh, working with uh, Qureshi Law and Wealth. Okay. Um, well, I'm from Arkansas, Springdale, Arkansas, and grew up there. Then I ended up going to the University of Alabama for undergrad during that time. I was there, of course, we love football at Alabama. <laughs> so my last year during that summer, I thought I was going to be able to push it off a little bit and maybe get another fall in. But I was fortunate enough that dad actually paid for my college. But he also called me that spring and he said, so you're going to graduate in August, right? Well, I was thinking I was going to get another football season. Now. So I had to overload that summer in classes. And while I was doing that, I actually had to take a couple of master's upper level classes that were in business law for the tax um, school there. And I was fortunate enough to do that because it really interested me in the law. And it wasn't until then that I decided that that's what I was going to do. You know, I worked a year after Alabama. I graduated there in accounting. And then I went on to law school a year later. 
Very cool. So uh, I should let everybody know that one of the behind the scenes producers of the show is a big, big Alabama fan. So Stuart, you would get along very well with him. Uh, awesome. You'll have to tell him roll time. We, uh, we try not to pump that up too much here on the show, though, Carrie, <laughs> since you're, you're very Arkansas centric here. We don't want to upset our Razorback fans. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to throw, throw some Go Hogs in there as well. So. There you go. Oh, yeah. There you oh, go. Yeah. So what, uh, what really jumped at your heart to make you want to become a lawyer? What really started tugging you in, in that direction and uh, led you down that path to not only go to law school, but then follow through with it and, and pursue it as your career? Well, um, like I said, it was business law classes that I took that summer through the business school that really intrigued me. And then, of course, you get out of school and you realize you're not really making a lot of money graduating school. And the thought is, oh, lawyers, they make a lot of money. I enjoy the law. Let me go to law school. But then as you, as you kind of grow, you realize what a service you provide to people. And that becomes what is very important. Yeah, that's fantastic. And that's where I guess you start developing that passion a little bit. Was that shaped by some of your early work experiences? Where, where were you before coming to Qureshi Law and Wealth? Well, um, before then, I was a general counsel for a company that was located in Atlanta, just outside of Atlanta. They had location there, location in Tampa, location in Nashville, and a location in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And that's when I really got experienced in business law. It was very beneficial because I also had the opportunity to learn operations and help out with finances, help out with the audits whenever they would do audits. And so I, I really got a wide experience working there and, and, and loved it. And then I left there. I continued to be their outside general counsel, but I also went and was a solo practitioner down in uh, Southeast Arkansas, but I served outside counsel for companies in, in Conway and Little Rock, all over the state of Arkansas and in Georgia. I'm picturing, Carrie, that uh, this probably jumped off of the resume page to you just to see kind of that diversity of experience and working with a firm, but also then some solo work. And I can see, you know, why that would be attractive to you to have somebody who's uh, kind of had their hands in a lot of different types of of this law and uh, life of as an attorney, huh? Absolutely. I mean, I think, you know, we work with a lot of business owners, but we also work with a lot of, you know, individuals and families. And so having that broad range of experience, I thought was going to be really helpful in our practice. And one of the things I, I would like, you know, Stuart to explain a little bit more is just the fact that he does have an LLM in tax. Um, a lot of people don't know what that is. Um, so if Stuart could kind of tell people a little bit more about that, that would be awesome. Absolutely. Absolutely. So the LLM is in a nutshell, it's like an extra year of law school, but they're very, very specialized. So I ended up doing that after working for a few years. I did it. I went and got my LLM at the University of Alabama's law school, and I did it part time. So it was over two years, but it's, an, it's one year typically. And while I was working as general counsel, I was doing that as well. And the focus that my LLM was on is tax law. Right. So you're so even like more, more specialized. Yeah. More specialized than even just a, a normal attorney that has the, their, their, their Juris doctorate degree. Absolutely. Absolutely. It, it's like I said, one year, nothing but tax classes, tax law and learning everything you can about the tax, tax law. <laughs> and, and there's a lot to learn. I still don't know it all, even after practicing as much as I have. Yep. 
Yep. And that's the thing is like for us, I mean, we, we, we like tax law. We understand that tax touches um, so many different practice areas and, and a lot of attorneys, you know, either hate the tax law part because it is so complicated. But for us, it's really important to make sure that you do have a good grasp um, of tax law, because like I said, it touches on business law, it touches on estate planning, it touches on, you know, probate, um, it touches on wealth management. And so we just have to make sure that we're at the top of our game there. Absolutely. Absolutely. All businesses and all people have to pay taxes. Yeah. Well, but but, but as the, the least amount legally possible, right? <laughs> that's correct. That's what we strive to do. Yeah, as as uh, little amount as legally possible. I like that, Carrie. That's uh, always something we want to highlight here on the show for sure. Uh, it's a good chance for me to remind you if you want to get to know Stuart a little bit more, or of course, you know Carrie Qureshi very well uh, from listening to this show for any length of time. You've gotten to know her over the years. If you've got any needs integrating your financial, legal, and life planning, uh, they can certainly help you with that at Qureshi Law and Wealth. Again, serving you in Arkansas, Tennessee, and Texas. You can call to get in touch at 870-275-4304, 870-275-4304, or QureshiLaw.com. And we're going to put description uh, in the description of today's show, the contact information there. Let's have a little fun on the personal side, Stuart. Um, favorite places to travel? What, what would you say there? Well, I, of course, I love the Ozarks. Um, it's gorgeous up there. And also Charleston, South Carolina. I love that place, and I love the Rockies as well. I love to ski. Charleston's deep in my heart. That's where I went to law school, actually. And so if, I, if I'm not in the Delta, then I want to be in the Ozarks. If I'm not in the Ozarks, I want to be in Charleston. And then occasionally I like to go to the Rockies and ski. Nice. Uh, so you, you get your, your boat and your, your water time in in the other two locations. And then when it's too cold for that, you've got your, your backup plan. That's correct. I love Absolutely. It. Uh, skiing or, or do you do snowboarding as well or just, just stick with the skis? Just stick with the skis. I'm not great at that, so I figured let me stick with one thing. <laughs> I'm not brave enough to get on a snowboard. Yeah, as someone who broke their ankle on a snowboard, uh, you're making a wise choice probably, so uh, not, not a bad thing at all. Uh, how about when you're not working and, and you are around locally and not uh, traveling to other parts of the country? What are your uh, favorite things to do uh, more on a daily basis or weekly basis with the, the, the family and friends and that kind of thing? Well, of course, most of all, I love spending time with my family, my wife, my son, my daughter. When I'm not doing that, I just, I like to be outside. I like to be outdoors. Actually, I've got my tomatoes growing right now, tomatoes and peppers. I love hunting, fishing, love going to the lake, like to ski on the water as well. Basically anything outdoors that kind of gets me outside. I see here your kids' names are Jackson and Lindley Kate. That's a very yes. beautiful name. Yes, it is. It is. She does. We call her Lulu as a nickname. Don't, don't we always do that? We give our kids a beautiful name and then we call them Lulu or, you know, something that's, uh, you know, much shorter and less elegant. <laughs> that, that's right. That's right. But yes, Lindley Kate's a beautiful name. It is. And we refer to her as Lindley Kate and use as a double name, but she hates it and just wants to be called Lindley. Really? Okay. <laughs> we battle there. She's like, no, don't introduce me as Lindley Kate. I'm Lindley. That's too funny. Well, at least you're not introducing her as Lulu because I'm sure that she would like roll her eyes because she's 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 older. She's getting ready to be. She'll be a senior in high, in ah, high school this okay. year, right, Stuart? But yes, I'm yes, sure she she would just you know be appalled at the fact that you guys call her Lulu or anything else at home. <laughs> I, I know we all have nicknames though that we we try not to go by. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, that brings up a big point. Uh, what do you have a nickname, Carrie, that we've never uh, heard about or explored on the show before? think so. I mean, I think we may have talked about it on one of the earlier podcasts. I don't remember. Um, one of my nicknames that I just remember growing up, a lot of people called me Carrie Jean. Um, I had, you know, a first and, and a middle name and everybody called me Carrie Jean. And it's funny because when clients from our hometown call my office, my receptionist knows that they're from Corning, that they're from my hometown because they're like, they called you Carrie Jean. So they're either <laughs> really, they're, they're from Corning and they knew me as a child or they're close family. Cause she's like, they called you Carrie Jean. And then kind of a, a similar nickname. Um, you know, when I think when I was on the swim team, a lot of them called me mean Carrie Jean, just cause it rhymed. And I didn't think I was that mean. Maybe I was a little, you know, bratty, <laughs> but, um, mean Carrie Jean sometimes stuck around too. Oh man. You, <laughs> well, based on hosting this show with you, you have, uh, you have shook off the mean part of the mean Carrie good. Jean. I think. Good. So. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that, my kids say that they see it come out when they don't do their laundry and, okay. and, and do their chores. So maybe I can still be mean Carrie Jean. That's right. <laughs> we, we, we call my mom unsweet tea sometimes when she goes into that mode, when the when the glasses slip down the nose a little bit. Mm. And uh, and she says, pardon me. And even if she doesn't mean it in a mean way, when that pardon me slips out, it's like, oh, unsweet tea is coming out. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's the that's the southern way, right? We don't have to raise your voice and 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 say a lot of bad words. You just know that you're not on the good list. <laughs> that's right. You're, that's you're right. Yeah, the look. The look. Yeah, we all we all have seen the look before and know that we don't want any part of it. So, I love it. Well, stick around, Stuart. Before we let you go, we'll let you uh, participate in uh, kind of the other usual elements that we have here on Smart Simple Wealth. And so it's time for our quote of the month. And this month comes to us from Aristotle, of course, um, old school philosopher, if we want to call him that. Uh, Money is a guarantee that we may have what we want in the future. Though we need nothing at the moment, it ensures the possibility of satisfying a new desire when it arises. That definitely sounds, Carrie, like it was written by a philosopher. It it does. It's very deep, but That's you know, a deep I mean, quote. yeah, yeah. I mean, and and some people may argue, well, you know, though we need nothing at the moment, you know, oh, we do have needs, but I I think you know what he's trying to say is just you know, money's not everything, but it, it can change or or impact your family's future when you talk about legacy and what you want to pass on. And so even for our clients that have been successful in life and have accumulated wealth and say, oh, we have plenty for, you know, our retirement more than enough. It's about being able to pass that on to the next generation and give them a leg up. Um, And and so that's why, you know, it, it is important. Yeah, that one's uh, definitely a deep one and uh, speaks speaks loudly, I think, to our show and your mission, of course, at uh, Qureshi Law and Wealth. So that's our quote of the month from Aristotle. Now it's time to get to know our listeners a little bit better as we open up the mailbag. And we've got a good question here from Laura. It's time for the mailbag. We want to hear from you. So Laura's in Jonesboro and says, I'm 56 and I've been working at the same company for 32 years. Congrats, Laura. That's awesome. Nobody works at a company for 32 years anymore, it seems. Yeah. Uh, oh, 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 I spoke too soon. Here's the next part of the, of the, of the equation. I'm so tired of being here. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I just want to retire, but I'm still a few years away from being able to take money out of my retirement accounts. Am I just stuck for a while? And how old did she say she, she is, was? She uh, is 56. Okay. She's, so she's 56. So, I mean, really, I think most people, you know, understand the rule about being um, 59 and a half before being able to take money out of their retirement accounts. 
but there is a little known rule um, called the rule of 55. And, and I don't think you know enough people know about this rule of 55, but if you're actually between 55 and 59 and a half, if you are actually separated from service, so whether she you know officially retires, whether she is let go, she can actually start taking 401k distributions without that normal penalty. And most people say, well, if I'm not 59 and a half, you know, I'm going to get hit with that 10% penalty. But she could actually do that um, as if she's 55 and separated from service. So that's uh, one of those new rules, rules of 55. I guess this kind of gets into uh, to, to your area of expertise too, Stuart, with uh, when you, whenever you retire early, I guess, and we're talking about withdrawing from different accounts, that's where a lot of tax mistakes can be made, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and a lot of people sometimes, they, they don't realize how much taxes they will be charged for pulling money out too quick and on retirement accounts. And so that, that's why we're here to help you out and guide you before you make a mistake. Yeah, absolutely. We'd rather you call and get a professional um, advice before versus call us later and say, oh, I took money out. And then now I've got this IRS letter saying that I owe a lot of money. It's a lot harder to fix those mistakes than just to prevent them in the first place. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is uh, definitely an area of planning. I mean, planning for retirement is hard enough. If you're going to try and do it before the typical ages, all of those difficulties just start to compound at that point. So it's a great idea to get some assistance and some help. And if you need some help navigating through that and integrating your financial, legal, and life planning, certainly look no further than the Qureshi Law and Wealth Team. Serving you in Arkansas, Tennessee, and Texas, you can get in touch at 870-275-4304 and QureshiLaw.com. And we'll link to that contact information in the description of today's show. We also have a special offer for you. Uh, if you would like to receive a free book as a big thank you for listening to the program, uh, check out Bad Advisors, How to Identify Them and How to Avoid Them. This is by Rocky DeFrancesco, uh, an attorney who discloses the real motivation of many bad advisors and explains in detail why most advisors have some built-in biases that can taint their advice to you. And I think this book will open your eyes to some of the most common advice advisors give and how that bad advice can destroy your wealth and peace of mind if you are not careful. And so this book is dedicated to readers who are trying to determine if they currently have bad advisors and how to identify a good advisor as you look for one in the future. Carrie's providing a couple of free copies to our listeners. So if you would like to secure a copy, check the link in the description of today's show. You'll also find an advertisement for it on QureshiLaw.com, or you can call that phone number we've given on today's show as well and just request a copy of that book, Bad Advisors, How to Identify Them and How to Avoid Them. Uh, well, thanks for sharing all that information with us, Stuart. Great to get to know you and chat with you a little bit. Anything that you'd like to share as uh, we wrap up the episode today and uh, having gotten to know you a little bit better? Any uh, parting thoughts of uh, joining the crew at Qureshi Law and Wealth? And uh, looking forward to hopefully having you on future shows as well. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. And I, again, I appreciate y'all having me on the show. As far as the firm goes, it, it's like no other. It, it is a great place to work. Carrie's a great person. Everybody there is family oriented. We all love helping everybody out. That's what drives us is just being able to help out families and help out businesses. So I, I'm just grateful for the opportunity to work for Qureshi Law Firm and work for Kerry and work with the entire team. It's just a great group. So. Yep. And we're, we're, we're so lucky to have you. Um, and we can't wait to introduce you to a lot more of our clients, Stuart. Sounds great to me. I can't wait either. 
Awesome. Well, thank you both for being on the show. As always, again, if you want to get in touch with the Qureshi Law and Wealth team, you can do that. Just check the description of our show and you'll find the website link and also the phone number and the ways that you can get in touch with Carrie and the crew. Uh, Join us again for the next episode of the podcast. Next month, we're going to be talking about the importance of having a volatility buffer as part of your financial plan. And uh, that's going to be a great discussion. Uh, Always be sure to come back and tune in each month for new episodes on all your favorite podcasting apps. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google, and all the other major apps that are out there for you to listen to. And of course, you can find every episode online at KureshiLaw.com. For Stuart and Carrie, I'm Walter. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time on Smart Simple Wealth. Did you know you can subscribe to the Smart Simple Wealth Podcast with your favorite app? It's on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and dozens of other places where you listen to podcasts. And if it's not on an app you'd like to use, let us know and we'll get it on there. To make sure you never miss an episode, just search Smart Simple Wealth on your favorite podcasting platform today and subscribe. Investment advisory services offered through Pegasus Wealth Coaching, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Legal services provided by Qureshi Law Firm, PLLC. The Qureshi Law Firm and Pegasus Wealth Coaching are not affiliated in any way. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice and are not intended as investment or legal advice. Past performance does not guarantee future results. Consult your financial professional before making any investment decision. Information provided does not create an attorney-client relationship and cannot substitute for obtaining legal advice from an attorney admitted to practice law in your state.